these are a lot of, you know, formerly or, or traditionally leftist uh, individuals that are going to say, whoa, whoa, this is crazy what the Canadian government is doing. Like, you, no, 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 you don't murder people's dogs just because you disagree with their politics. What did the poodle do wrong? You know, the poodle doesn't even have politics. The poodle is just hanging out, you know, with, with in, in the truck. You know, the poodle's a companion. You don't kidnap and murder people's dogs just because you disagree with their politics or their peaceful protests or what have you. But that's what Trudeau's regime is doing. Yes, actual dog murderers. Unbelievable. So the uh, Canadian Civil Liberties Association, against all this, has said, uh, we're going to sue the federal government for invoking the Emergencies Act. Okay. Uh, CCLA Executive Director Noah Mendelson said, quote, emergency powers cannot and must not be normalized. Said that the use of this act, quote, seriously infringes on the charter rights of Canadians. That's the charter is kind of like Canada's constitution but not as strong as America's uh, Bill of Rights, you know what I mean? For example, Canada doesn't have a Second Amendment. <clears throat> Too bad. When they, when they come for your dogs, what, what are you supposed to do? Just, just be polite and say, yeah, take my dog and kill it. No, you, you know, at some point, obviously, you've got to defend yourself against the aggressors, but Canada doesn't have a Second Amendment, so the Canadian people are working with what they have, which right now is just, you know, let's let's be peaceful, let's park our trucks, let's inflate some bouncy castles, and let's drive the regime totally insane. And that's working. The regime is going totally insane. And by the way, who have, did you see the video of Freeland before she was about to speak? I don't even know if I have this video to show you. She was about to speak at, uh, I don't know, it was a press conference a couple days ago, and she was all fidgety and insane and the, I think the caption on this video was, uh, is it cocaine or Adderall? Like, what is she, what did she snort before she got ready to give this speech where she announced we're going to seize all your bank accounts or we're going to seize all your crypto. We're just going to steal everything from you and now we're going to murder your dog. I mean, she didn't say that, but she's setting it up. What was she on? The, the woman, she, this is the, the granddaughter of the Nazi, by the way. It's like, she snorted up something. <laughs> you can see it. So the overview of where we are right now in this situation is that, and people are watching all over the world, the governments of the world, but especially in Canada, are now engaged in a, a full-on war against cryptocurrency, against Bitcoin, and against people even having bank accounts if the government deems that they don't like your political views. <laughs> How crazy is that? And, and and just to put this into perspective, uh, l let's go back to 2020, pre-election. Trump is in the White House. Let's imagine that uh, Black Lives Matter had a convoy of trucks and that they were going to drive the convoy across America to protest Trump. Can you imagine the media would be praising the BLM convoy. The, the media would say, this is what democracy looks like. And, and you know, if, if the trucks even ran over things, they were like, this is awesome. This is this is what freedom looks like. And if the convoy truckers like clogged up Washington, D.C. and blocked the whole town, the left-wing media would be praising them as heroes. 
Just heroes because they're opposing Trump. If they were demanding Trump, resign, Trump, resign, out of office, orange man bad, right? The donations would have been pouring in. GoFundMe would have been funneling the donations to the Black Lives Matter truckers. Uh, you know, all the corporations, Nike, McDonald's, Adidas, whatever, big tech, they would all just, oh, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? They'd be tripping over each other to try to write bigger and bigger checks to the Black Lives Matter trucker convoy protests. And then the trucker, the, the actual Black Lives Matter truckers, again, this is a fictional scenario, but it's like a what if thing. They, they'd be like hurling Molotov cocktails and they'd be running over police cars with their rigs. And the Washington Post would write, this is... This is a peaceful protest, and CNN will be broadcasting, oh, it's mostly peaceful, well, you know, while police cars are on fire in the background and trucks are going full Mad Max and running over police equipment and so on, right? That's, that's exactly how that would have been covered if it was Black Lives Matter trucker convoy protesting Trump. And you know it. You know that's how it would have been covered. But fast forward to 2022, it's not a Black Lives Matter convoy. You know what it is really? Honestly, it's, it's an all lives matter convoy. And I mean that in the greater sense, because there are black Canadians, there are Asian Canadians, there are Hispanic Canadians, white Canadians, European Canadians, you know, former Russian Canadians, Middle Eastern Canadians, people from everywhere around the world who are Canadians, you know, different ethnicities, Jewish Canadians, Indian Canadians, you name it. And they're all part of the trucker convoy. So it's not just black lives matter. It's all of our freedoms matter. All of our lives matter. Our society matters. And they are being peaceful. They're not running over police cars. They're not throwing Molotov cocktails. They're not destroying everything in sight. So what does the media report? They're terrorists. And they're racists, too. They're, they're racist terrorists. And what does GoFundMe do? They attempt to steal $10 million from the movement. And then what does the Canadian government do? Oh, we're going to steal your money. We're going to steal all your money. We're going to seize all your donations. We're going to steal your crypto wallets if we can. I'm not sure they're going to be successful with that, but they'll try. And you're all terrorists, and we're going to kill your dogs too. So that's where we are, folks. That's where we are. It's unbelievable, but it's also <laughs> it's, it's like this incredible gift to the world to watch the institutions of, of government and banking commit suicide on a daily basis. That's why everybody in Canada is rushing to take their money out of the banks. They're like, whoa, whoa, this whole social contract of, of banking uh, apparently has been nullified. You know, the social contract that says, you know, you walk into the bank. Hi, I'm a retail customer. I would like to deposit funds in your bank under the premise that I can get them back one day, that, that you will kind of safeguard my money better than if I stuffed it under my mattress at home, you know? You keep it, and then on a given day, I'm going to come in and ask for it, and I'm going to make a withdrawal. Like, that's the social contract of banking, isn't it? Well, that has been demolished by Freeland, who said, uh, all your money now belong to us. And there's actually a funny video game quote about that from a few years ago, and it is exactly this. This is not a, a mistake. All your base are belong to us. So that's what the Canadian government is saying now. All your base are belong to us. <laughs> that was actually in a video game. Look it up. It's funny. You know, they're, they're saying, well, 
All your money belongs to us, and we'll just take it at any time without due process. Why? Because it's a it's emergency. That's what Trudeau says. We got us here emergency, and we're just going to take all your money. So then people are thinking, well, why use banks? <laughs> well, heck, I'm just going to go into the bank and just take all my money out right now because probably is safer under the mattress than having the bank steal it or, or keeping it in the bank where the government loots it. No wonder there's bank runs in Canada right now. Everybody's like, hey, the whole contract's broken. Thank you, Freeland. Your little, your little Nazi granddaughter. Freeland has destroyed public faith in central banking and fiat currencies. Woo! Give that girl a round of applause. That's right. You are awesome, Freeland. You psycho Nazi girl. You have just done what we've been trying to do for many years you did it in one day we've been trying to teach people they they should have no faith in central banking they should have no faith in fiat currencies they should have no faith in banking institutions that are essentially just puppets for the government you did it christia freeland you did it in one day you changed the narrative you shattered the false belief and now do you realize how many canadians are thinking Maybe I should check out alternatives, gold, silver, crypto, you know, cash under the mattress, whatever it is, IOUs, <laughs> just get it out of the bank. Wow, she did all that in one day. That's amazing. Even for a little Nazi girl, that's amazing. So I can't wait. No, I seriously, I can't wait. I'm, I'm watching with incredible anticipation. For me, this is a uh, grab some popcorn moment. Like, you know, I'm not into sports. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't even know who played, and I don't care. I'm going to watch this. This is this is a popcorn moment. I want to see how rapidly Justin Trudeau and uh, Christia Freeland here destroy whatever's left of public faith in the institutions of big government and big banks and fiat currency and big tech and big media and all that garbage because you're all going down, and big pharma too. Big medicine, big pharma, big ag, all of it. You're all going down because you're committing suicide every single day. It's like every day I wake up and the government of Canada has demonstrated to the world a whole new reason why we can't trust you. Why you are criminals, you the governments. You are the criminals. You are the terrorists. And what's hilarious is even the Canadian uh, Civil, what is it, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association... CCLA, even those progressives are calling you out for being such tyrants. They're like, this is crazy. Actually, what, what they're saying is that, uh, you know, this is a threat against every movement. This is a threat against Black Lives Matter. This is a threat against environmental protesters, right? This is a threat against animal rights protesters or whatever. You know, name your issue. Anti-GMO protesters. It's like we all have the right to peacefully protest. You know, to gather together peacefully and voice our concerns against the government gone rogue. So the CCLA is like, this has got to stop. You can't just pick out the movements that you don't like. You can't just say, well, we don't like the truckers, but we love these other groups. When they're setting things on fire, it's great. But when truckers are peaceful, they're terrorists. No, sorry, it doesn't work that way. Now let's zoom out and take an even bigger global view of all this because what's really happening 
it's almost it's almost beautiful. It's almost perfection. All around the world, these actions of tyrannical regimes and the actions of massive fraud from the vaccine manufacturers and fraud and conspiracy from the FDA. We're going to talk about that. I've got some new quotes for you from Edward Dowd, who was on the Alex Jones show yesterday. And he dropped some big bombs. We're going to share those with you. But you look at the collapse of the institution of science. And there's another big science whistleblower coming out right now, a new guy who says this is just crazy. Uh, Professor Martin Koldorf, science and public health are broken, he says. Former Harvard professor, right? And just on and on, you look across, like I said, big media, big tech, uh, big government, central banks, you know, uh, science journals, all of it. It's all a massive criminal fraud. It's just a bunch of criminals running a cartel where they pretended to respect your rights, or they pretended to be making medicine, or they pretended to be reporting the news when it comes to big media. It's all fraud. CNN knows that they lied to you. Big tech knows that they only censor certain viewpoints on purpose. Big pharma knows that their vaccines are killing millions of people. The FDA knows they're corrupt. They know they covered it all up. The fraud's going to come out. The criminal indictments are going to come. They're going to face Nuremberg 2.0. The globalists know that's why they're on the run. That's why they're freaking out. And actually, that's the other big picture that I need to mention here, which is that the globalists are losing. They're losing big time. They've lost the consent of the people that they consider to be sheeple. They've lost the consent of the useless eaters, so to speak. And what that means is they're going to be desperate now. They're going to be incredibly desperate. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. They, the globalists thought that they could achieve global depopulation by just pushing the fake science, the vaccines, uh, censorship, you know, hijacking the science journals, ordering the hospitals to carry out hospital homicide, medical murder by ventilator, and so on. They thought they could get away with this, and they almost did. They almost did. But thanks to people like you and I and so many others, Robert Malone, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough, Steve Kirsch, Oh, gosh, too, too, too many to name. Richard Fleming, so many others out there. Uh, Sherry Tenpenny, you know, Dr. Lee Merritt, and just on and on and on. Dr. Jane Ruby and Stu Peters. Uh, again, I'm not going to give the whole list, but you know what I'm talking about. And people like you and I, together, we pushed back hard. And now the pushback has gone global. Hence, the trucker convoy and how it's spread into other countries and how people are standing up against the tyranny. And we must continue to do that and do it peacefully, stand up against the tyranny. So the globalists are now having to shift gears. They've come to the decision that they're going to have to abandon the idea of achieving a you know 70% die-off with the vaccines. They're not going to be able to do it. So they're going to shift to something far more horrifying. This is the process. I'm sorry to tell you, but you know this is what's coming. They're going to shift to an engineered economic collapse or, you know, false flag nuclear attack, an EMP attack, uh, or perhaps a cyber attack on the financial institutions to take down the entire transaction system. Whatever it takes, or, or war with Russia, by the way, that's the other possibility here, and that, that's still in play. 
because Biden keeps trying to whip up war with Russia. Like he just wants America to get nuked. But whatever it is, or it could be another bioweapon, could be the hemorrhagic fever. Then, you know, the next thing launched maybe during the Olympics. Whatever it is, they're committed to it. They, the global. Okay. I'll be getting part two right now.